Well, hey, I'm Ken Pierpont, and it's time now for stories from Bittersweet Farm, where every day is a beautiful day, and the little light in the kitchen is always on. Today's story is Chapter 7 from Sunset on Summer, Chapter 7, and it's called Trouble on the Cocosing Gap Trail. You need to get more exercise, they said, but when you weigh as much as I did, that's not as easy as it sounds. And on a perfectly innocent-looking day a few years ago, it landed me in some serious trouble. I'd talked my then 13-year-old son, Kyle, into taking a bike ride with me. We were biking the Cocosing Gap Trail in Mount Vernon, Ohio. It was a beautiful path along a river built on an old railroad right-of-way. Most of the trail ran through a cool tunnel of shady trees. Kyle was riding his mountain bike. I borrowed an antique brown single-speed girl's bike from my wife, and that wasn't a good idea. We started at the trailhead in Mount Vernon, and we rode to Gambier. The village of Gambier is the home of an old Episcopal college that sits on a hill above the river. The shady streets are lined with some old stone college buildings and tasteful homes. The college bookstore was a favorite spot for us. We stopped there for a cold drink before making our way back down to the trail. The next village on the trail was Howard. We pedaled under a high stone arch where Route 36 passes high over the trail. The trail runs away from the river through corn and bean fields between Howard and Danville where the rail ends. We planned to turn around there and make our way back. It'd be fun to brag that we had biked the whole trail, but that was not going to happen. About a mile from the end of the trail, we ran into trouble. More accurately, I ran into trouble. The bike I was riding was old and rusty and the chain broke. We were miles from the car and I needed some exercise, but I didn't want that much exercise. I didn't know what to do. It was a few miles to the nearest phone. No one was home at the time, even if we did get to use the phone. If I called friends, they would mock me forever for riding my wife's old bike and breaking the chain. I'd rather they find my body and conclude I died in some heroic struggle. Suddenly an idea came to me. When you weigh over 250 pounds and you have a big waist, and when you have a big waist, you have a long belt. And my belt was long enough to use as a tow line. Kyle was willing. I handed him one end of the belt. I took the other, and he towed me all the way back to the car. It was a really nice ride. I didn't even have to steer. I sat upright, took in the view. Kyle didn't let up all the way back to the car. It was almost dusk when we finally got back to the car. And while we were putting the bikes back in the van, he said, Hey, Dad, why don't you ride and pull me? I smiled. Maybe I was fat, but I wasn't stupid. When you're out there miles from home on the trail, it's nice to know that you're not alone if you get into some trouble. And that's why it's a real good idea to travel in twos as often as you can. I'm pretty sure Solomon never rode a bike, but he understood the value of a friend when you get in a fix, he said it like this, two are better than one because they have good reward for their labor. And if they fall, one will lift up his companion. But woe to him who is alone when he falls, for he has no one to help him up. Ecclesiastes 4, 9 and 10. Well, that's our story from out on Bittersweet Farm today, where every day is a beautiful day. And the little light in the kitchen is always on.